This podcast is for adults only. This may contain death and lots and lots of sex. Or will it? Hello everybody! Hello! Welcome back to another weekly instalment of We Write Sex! Lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, This week it's the one and only Mimi's turn to indulge us with her sexual delights. Well. Death, apparently. I mean. <laughs> well, you could die while having sex? That would be a good way to die. Oh, I don't know, yeah. would it? Because Do you think people have had a heart attack? Don't you like yeah. evacuate your bowels? Oh, you you're dead. Do. Yeah, but the other one won't be. Not a yeah. No, it is. Well, <laughs> It'd be good to die during sex, but not good to be having sex with someone that dies. No, not if you're the one that's alive. Yeah, it's yeah, one so side, it doesn't matter if you're dead. Would so you finish? You don't stuck. go cold straight away. You, I mean. might get, you might get stuck together because if you go rigor mortis, it'd be stiffy. Yeah, that's what. Well, that, that, um, it doesn't last forever, does it? Rigor mortis. Yeah. Oh, does it? I thought it lasted for a little while. Rigor mortis. I don't know where I'm pulling that information oh. from. It's probably just a lie. Can you imagine trying to call someone? So, um, <laughs> hi, nine nine nine. I need someone. Um, someone just died on me while having sex. I'm stuck in my spouse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can you get into Oni? Oh. <laughs> Can you pull him out, please? I need a body bag, but with an opening. <laughs> oh. Will the sperms bonk out afterwards? I mean, they say that liquid comes out. Oh, God. Well, they probably need something to lube you up so you could come out. Like, the sperm might do the job. The best thing to do might be to finish so that Just you could carry come on. Out. This is a slightly morbid, Lee Gross. Intro to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> More than usual. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, don't know. I suppose it's nice to cover off these topics. <laughs> I mean, people have died while having sex, so. How'd you get on with your homework, Laura? I I got I completed stage one. Oh, stage one. Stage two. Remind listeners what stage one was. To ask my colleague, who's an identical twin, whether he also. Whether they feel each other's pain. Oh, and do they? Oh, the, the twin tuition thing. Yeah. yeah. Is it do real? They? He said he doesn't think so, but there was one time when... At band camp. <laughs> Sorry, that was stage two. I think his brother... Um, something happened to his brother. I think his brother passed out and he had a bad headache. Oh. But he doesn't know if that's just oh, a that's coincidence. That's coincidence, oh. isn't it? <laughs> yeah. My like, brother oh. passed out and had a bad headache. So I said, to, I said to him, well, you know, what about when you kept getting attacked by those birds in Australia? Did your brother get any pain on his head then? And he said, I'm not sure, but I'll check and find, let you know. Oh, nice, oh so nice. that's yeah. too. So then yeah. when he comes back, you can be like, oh, and by the way, your penis. Yeah. Are they the same, same size? size? <laughs> you should get them to set up a proper experiment. Like say, okay, between 10 and 11 a.m. today, I'm going to stab myself with a compass or something. You tell me what time you think that happened. Yeah. Oh. But you actually do it at 12. <laughs> <laughs> Just or I'm going to have a wank at some point today. <laughs> I don't think you feel that, surely, as a twin. Well, no, surely it'd be, it'd be a nice feeling. 
Or yeah. just, you just, yeah, feel just pain. You just feel some pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> if they can feel pain, they should feel pleasure, surely, as well. Yeah, there's, there's some signs there. Yeah. yeah. Did um, uh, you speak to your marine friend? I did. Oh. oh. Well, I messaged him. Nice. Oh. Uh, he said he's heard of it happening. Oh, he's oh. never observed yeah, it. Whatever. <laughs> Not observed it, but done it. He's <laughs> 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 blindfolded, but yeah, he's totally... <laughs> Totally put his willy in an ear. Didn't want to commit to an answer. <laughs> was there a name for it? Like a, a term? No. Say. Mm. I got the impression he was a bit like, what are you messaging me about? <laughs> what have you heard? I thought it's it was been called a wet, wet willy. That's wet willy, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Not a literal wet willy. I mean, maybe it is. Maybe it's literally the next step up of wet willy. <laughs> But for me, it's always just been a wet finger in the air. Extreme wet willy. <laughs> <laughs> now with real willies. <laughs> extreme. Right, before Mimi gets on with her chapter, Laura has to recap what she did last time. Oh, did you bring your oh, recap yeah. cushion? Oh, it's in the car. Go and get oh. it. <laughs> so we found out why Byron got dishonourably discharged from the army. <laughs> we certainly oh. did. For his indecent exposure addiction. Resulting uh, in a, uh, an arrest for masturbating in a telephone oh. box on Colchester High Street. As you do. There. Yeah. Um, that's when he decided to move to his family home in Italy and live mm. a remote life where he can't get into any trouble. Mm. Um, it's for the best. Yeah, keep getting his yeah. willy out on trolleys and sandwiches. <laughs> oh, God, that was awful. <laughs> I'm sorry, Laura. <laughs> and then it goes back to present day. Um, at the point where he he sees the murdered body of Ida, Ida, Ida down, and then uh, he makes it quickly back to his mountain house um, to get some some ammo and some weapons and things um, but... <laughs> <laughs> and, and stuff like army stuff. But um, he doesn't make a getaway soon enough, and whoever killed Ida is on his tail. So he has to uh, make a daring climb down a mountain. Don't forget Lady Garden. Oh, Lady Garden. Oh, Lady Garden. Garden gives him a bit of a fright. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, he gets away with a shoot, with a, a bullet in the leg, but he makes it away. The chapter ends with him opening the box, oh, the mysterious oh, box. Yes. Forgot about that. But we don't know what's in it. And he just like gasped or said, oh my God, or something, didn't yeah. he? What the? What, what the? the? Fuck a duck. <laughs> 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 what could it be? I feel like we're minutes away from finding out if Mimi's uh, going to carry it on. Well, my chapter is called um, The Rendezvous. Ooh. She's actually printed it out. She's <coughs> gone old school. Yes, I'm, I'm a bit old like that. <laughs> Did you bring like magnifying glass? No, I've got my glasses. I guess we'll settle in then and enjoy story time with Mimi. Oh, lovely. Yes. Then we shall begin. <laughs> Chapter four. The rendezvous. Everything was going according to plan with the casket in the hands. The only slight catch was the key. It must be the package that the Neanderthal has. <gasps> Neanderthal! Ida was intelligent enough to leave it in the safekeeping of another person as she knew they would go after her. It did not take a genius to figure that, that out. 
Sending the best henchman of the corporation was not good enough as he still managed to get away. Ooh, the corporation. The corporation. I'm assuming it's not the cooperative group. <laughs> <laughs> well, they only cater for the elegant people, so maybe, yeah. Uh, and the elderly. Oh, I like the fact there's genuine henchmen. Mm. Mm. Love a henchman. I love a henchman. I wonder if we'll get to know them or if they'll just be like generic henchmen. Henchman well, one. Yeah. Grumpy, dark, sleepy, <laughs> happy, Were they henchmen? Goofy. I thought they were just dwarves. Just like really tiny angry people. Yeah. Did you know that six out of seven dwarves aren't happy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what you do. Oh, yeah. No matter. They will have ways of finding this Byron. Failure is not an option, and it will be seen to that the men are severely punished. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. Examining the casket with gloves and shining a light on it revealed a small dent in the otherwise perfectly symmetrical box. The sisters have failed to notice it during their years of exper- experimenting Ooh. on it. They were obviously too engrossed in their pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Undoubtedly, the report was accurate. Before Ida and Eve had excavated it, someone had managed to gather information by using advanced technology that only money can buy to create the smallest of all dents to allow a tiny scan to see the contents within. (gasps) Oh my god! The discovery brought fear to those who had worked on the project and it was not long before Case X was shelved, along with everyone involved. Mm. Oh, with everybody involved. So they know what's in the, the sex box. Sex but they're box. all dead, like I told you, there's death. There is death. We've already killed off people we didn't even know about. <laughs> oh, we needed some extra characters. Henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> Henchmen 2 through to like 47 are dead. Three people yeah. by name in this book. <laughs> One of them's a goat. <laughs> Lady Garden. She's the best damn goat there ever was. <laughs> The box was soon buried in the depths of the earth. Or so it was thought, but it had ended up in Florence of all places for the twins to uncover. On further examination, he could see there were faint lines that joined together around the box and it all led to the octagonal indent at the top. Once the key is in their grasp, then the world will be theirs for the taking. (gasps) My goodness. What's in there? That's going to be like Kinder Egg or something. (laughs) How do you take over the world? A genie in a bottle? No, that's Christina Aguilera. It <laughs> <laughs> could be some sort of supernatural... Force it could be the Holy Grail. It could Maybe be, it yeah. Pandora's box. Do you reckon the corporation, if it's the Holy Grail, is the Knights of Knee? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I carry on? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, was that too exciting? <laughs> it had taken a while to get Ida's trust and to reveal where the casket was hidden, but it was worth it. It was like a scene from a movie. First, bumping into Ida at the piazza and offering to buy her a drink to apologise. <gasps> what? Byron's a dirty little... <gasps> it's not. The what relation... was your name? Sorry, go on. Flip it, The relationship soon flourished and it was not long before they started spending every single day together as Ida became very smitten. Oh, it's not him. The memory of Ida blushing after they had first made love brought a smile to their face. Their face? <laughs> Just two, how many do you have? <laughs> the whole cooperation. Two face. It was not long before their recollection of their first night resurfaced. It was Ida's first time as they slowly made their way to her bedroom and she had shuddered slightly when her clothing was removed oh. and fingers started stringing her bean. 
It was not long before she was moaning into light as a mossy jaw was being swept oh. by my moist tongue. Welcome back, mossy jaw. <laughs> oh, God. That all happened very quickly. Oh, oh. <laughs> I've missed mossy jaw. <laughs> really? Well, it's one of my favourite terms for it. Oh, just a oh. term. Oh, yeah, no. not, not oh, the actual God, no. mossy jaw. No, it's jaw. horrific. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> I stick by my claim they look like an ood. Oh, Thanks, Rick. Mossy Jaw doesn't make it any better either, does it? Toy just sounds nice though, doesn't it? I like moss. Like, <laughs> moss can be quite pretty. <laughs> like in a flower like, decoration. Yeah, keep digging, Rick. Mm. I, think oh, I don't want to keep digging that <laughs> Mossy Jaw, trust me. Yeah. I don't think a lot of moss on your jaw is very fashionable these days. No. No. Barren jaw. You yeah. don't want anything stuck in your teeth either. <laughs> also, if you actually did have muscle there, I think it might be a problem. Time to go to the STD clinic, I think. Maybe a dentist as well. Or just some sort of herbologist, like a nature person who knows about moss. And then Titchmarsh. Or Charlie Dimmock. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not I forgot fair. about Charlie Dimmock. I no. forgot how we got on this tangent, though. Oh, oh mossy jaw. I, I said mossy jaw. Yeah. Do you want me to reread that a bit? <laughs> Oh, please do, because it was erotic. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was Ida's first time as they slowly made their way to her bedroom and she had shuddered slightly when her clothing was removed and fingers started stringing her bean. <laughs> but it was not long before she was moaning in delight as her mossy jaw was being swept by a moist tongue. Ooh, sweeping Sweeping. Nice. <laughs> 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 the sound of sirens brought them back from the Riviera. Being in Florence was not so bad, and you could put up with the heat in the summer and the crowds. However, it was good to be home. The alarm was activated once the box was placed into the safe at the back of the room with the portrait concealing its location. Reaching for the tumbler of whiskey on the desk in front of them, she raised a toast to the person in the portrait. Here's to you, Sophia. I couldn't have done it without you. Sophia, um, isn't that Byron's mum? Sophia De Luca. It is. No way. (laughs) 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 Hang on, so they've got the box now. Mm. But you missed out the gender. What? What? Who's gender? Reaching for the tumbler of whiskey on the desk in front of them, she raised a toast to the person in the portrait. Oh, so some woman has got this box. How did they get it off Ida? Off Ida? Have I missed something? Because she was about to put it on the exhibition. When she... um... Collapsed through the intuition thingy. She had opened the safe to get the box, and, that's and the when safe they, door was yeah. open, People wasn't it? it? And she had footsteps mm. in the background, mm. so somebody was approaching, and the box was potentially up for grabs. Oh, and it's some woman, and it could be Byron's mother. Not so. if she's saluting to the picture. Oh, true. Yeah. Unless it's like to me, <laughs> I'm so great. Hang on. <laughs> Which one's I? I one in Holland. No, I just died. I died in Florence. Oh, yeah, Eve so it's in, that one. In Holland. Eve's in Holland, yeah. Come on, Eve. Yes, do continue, do continue. <clears throat> Byron was curious to find out what was in the parcel that Ida had left in his care, so he carefully untied the string. He held his breath as he unwrapped the parcel paper and gasped as he lifted the lid. What the... Oh, I like the reprise. <laughs> yes. Very nice. <laughs> and if this is where yours ends, I will not be happy. <laughs> <laughs> what the... Were his eyes deceiving him? Had he drunk too much of the alcohol? Or had he simply suffered a head injury as well when he was escaping down the mountain? He had risked his life for a bar of dove soap. 
Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't dry your skin like other soap does. What? <laughs> he put the parcel and its contents onto the coffee table in front of him. Taking a swig from the bottle, he contemplated what his next step should be. Where is he with a coffee table? He's he went to the hotel. hotel. Oh, yeah, he did. The motel. I thought he was still at the bottom Bonding. of the cliff. Oh, no. No, he went to the hotel to, and that's where he patched up his leg. Mm. He did. Sorry, I need to take this in a bit better. Initially, he was planning on going to the Netherlands to find Ida's twin sister and to give her the parcel. Mm. The plan seems pointless now that he knew that he was guarding a bar of soap. The men would be hot on his tail soon, and Byron would not be surprised if they continued pursuing him until they achieved their goal. Walking over to the telephone beside the bed, he reluctantly picked up the receiver and started to dial. Bend over speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, it's Byron. Byron, you son of a bitch. Haven't heard from you since you got destroyed. Obviously not to. I love how he talks. (laughs) Byron, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Well, Ben, Byron began. To cut the story short, I met this girl. She gave me a parcel for safekeeping, but she now ended ended up dead. I've got these men chasing after me for it. I need your help. There was a pause on the other end of the line. Ooh. It sounds like you've gotten yourself into some serious shit. <laughs> we can't talk about the fight. Fuck a duck. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> we can't talk over the phone. It may be bugged. Rendezvous at Eagle's Peak before uh, the hatchlings arrive. Eagle's Peak? Roger that. Byron responded before he had the click of the line going dead. Rendezvous Eagle's Peak. Mm. Anyone know of an Eagle's Peak? There's the Eagle's Nest in um, Austria. There used to be a pub in Braintree just down the road from me called the Spread Eagle. Ooh. Oh, that sounds a bit rude. Mm. <laughs> it's now a one stop. Oh, okay. That could be <laughs> Spread Eagle one stop. <clears throat> it does happen. Mm. Mm. One stop in the Spread Eagle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Eve did not know how long she was passed out for in the vault. But when she came to, she instinctively knew that Ida was dead. Getting up from the floor, she rushed over to the safe where the sexy box was held. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy box! But she knew before she reached it that it was gone. Someone had entered after her. She recalls hearing the vault being unlocked and footsteps leaving. Eve wondered who it could have been and how did they know about the sexy box. <laughs> I love why that's its technical name. No. <laughs> sexy box. I thought it was just the sex box. It's you evolved. Know. When yeah. I um, I did originally call it sexy box, and then for well, the first time I called it sexy box, and then I just apparently changed the name to sex box after that. So Mimi is quite correct. She's corrected for my mistake. I think that's where I got it from. Your chapter, sexy yeah, box. Sexy box, and then just halfway through, I just decided to change it to sex box. <laughs> Sexy box sounds a bit, you know, it's a bit more friendly, isn't it? Then sex sexy box. box. See, when you say sex box, what you want to do is then sing sex, sex box. box. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Sex box just sounds a bit sort of sterile. But sexy box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's inside? <laughs> oh, la la. Do we want to touch it? <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? Sex box sounds like something you use as, like, because you can't have sex. Like, it's an aid. Whereas a sexy box is like something that you want. Mm. To. Sex box sounds yeah. very like plain and dull, like just yeah. like a cube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas a sexy box sounds a bit more like yeah, it's like ooh, got feather boas coming out. Of it. Yeah, yeah, you know. And What's going to come out of it? Ooh. What's going to come spurting out of the box? Oh, I don't know. 
Eve wondered who it could have been and how did they know about the sexy box. Closing the vault door behind her, she made her way to her office that was adjacent to the curator's office. Setting herself down in front of her desk, she picked up the picture frame that was on the right of her desk that held a picture of her, of her and Ida. Eve recalled the day the photo was taken. It was in Florence after the excavation project had come to an end and they were standing in front of the dig with the sun shining down. Eve set the photo frame down and logged onto her computer quickly. She copied some files onto her memory stick before erasing them from the computer and scribbled a note for Maria to say that she'd be taking a couple of days off work but did not say where she was going. Eve knew that Maria would understand to an extent but she could not involve her knowing that Ida was dead. Eve knew that the people who had murdered her sister would be searching for her soon and she quickened her steps as she exited the Rick Museum. Rather oh. than making her way home, she found a Why taxi they just kill her and made her way to the, the airport. Box. She was on the ground when they got the box. Just killed her then. Maybe it was different people. Could be. It'd be a bit messy because, like... Mm, maybe <coughs> they want to do it a bit more subtly. Sorry. Well, she's in the museum and they'll probably find her. What I don't get is, you know, the person that stole the box. Mm. Why didn't they get an orgasm or whatever? Wearing gloves. Oh. Or they didn't have hands. <laughs> yeah. They used their penis to, you know, carry it. Their giant erection. Yeah. <laughs> Must have jawed it. Dishwash it. Imagine how stained that box could be. Uh. Juices all over it. Anyway, carry on. Maybe. It's not a nice conversation. No, it's like smeg, isn't it? <laughs> smeg. Smeg on the box. It's a good name for a band. Mm. Smeg on the box. <laughs> oh, something funny happened at work today. Oh God. Here we go. <laughs> Who smoked on the box? Well, it's reminding me of it because my boss is German. His English is normally really good, but every now and again, <laughs> every now and again, he does get the word wrong. And um, he was saying he was on the phone to the regulator as well, which makes it worse. Oh no! Anyway, he sneezed, and then they obviously said something to him, and he went, "Yeah, I've got some kind of like cold or something." He's like, "This is trouble. There's just sperms everywhere." <laughs> Sperms in the air, sperms in the train, sperms in the door, and we're all kidding ourselves. I don't know what they said, but when he got off the phone, we're like, uh, I think you might have got the wrong word. Germs. Germs. He's like, oh. Germs. Germs. Oh, no. Oh, that poor man. Oh, no. Did you go a little bit red? <laughs> he just kind of laughed. I think he saw the funny side. But... Oh. <laughs> He's like, oh. What about the people who <laughs> figure it out. the phone? I don't know what they said. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been laughing. They obviously did correct him. Oh, Maybe the... he knew exactly what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> and it was literally sperm everywhere. <laughs> sperm on the On the train. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, just ejaculate everywhere. Oh, well, Byron did do that, though, didn't he? So. <laughs> about. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, wow. Um, oh. That's Laura's anecdote for the day. Oh, I like oh, that. It's yes. a good one. Yeah, well was, done. Yes. Oh, I've missed Laura's stories. <laughs> Carry on, Minnie. Um, Let's hear it. Eve knew that the people who had murdered her sister would be searching for her soon, and she quickened her steps as she exited the Rick Museum. Rather than making her way home, she found a taxi and made her way to the airport. Since Ida told her that someone had been inquiring about the sexy box, Eve became very cautious 
encounter passport with her in case a situation like this arose. Only when she arrived at the airport did she dare to breathe. Oh, God. <laughs> well, that's oh, impressive. Yeah, now she's great <laughs> scuba diving. <laughs> yeah, and blowjobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it involves that. You can breathe through your nose. She doesn't have to. <laughs> she chooses not to. No. She's classy. She is. Mm. Byron was going to be going there and now she's going away from there and oh. I know he wasn't going to bother now. It's just... I'm so... wondering if the paths will never cross. Mm. <laughs> the end. They'll <laughs> <laughs> never meet. Rob's chapter title. The paths will never cross. <laughs> yeah, but I think they're missing it's something about that bar of soap. I think I the bar think of soap's in got something in it. Yeah. Definitely, yeah, definitely. yeah it's, it's special for your skin. It doesn't dry it out. It doesn't, not like other soap does. <laughs> yeah. Only when she arrived at the airport did she dare to breathe. After purchasing a one-way ticket, she made her way through the security checks, waited for her departure gate to be announced. As she sat down, she leant back, closed her, closed her eyes and let out a sigh of relief. <laughs> Don't know why I think it's a fart. <laughs> Sorry. Opening her eyes... It started to well up as she touched the octagonal shaped pendant on her necklace. I'm sorry, Ida, she whispered as tears trickled down. Aww. Aww. Sad. The end. Aww. Aww. That's very good, Mimi. Octagonal pendant. Octagonal indent. Just saying. Octagonal penis. <laughs> <laughs> but she's never tried. You'd think you'd put two and two together. Was she that well, dim? They might be clever. They just might have, you know... Bugger all common sense. Fair enough. Oh, Mimi, that was really good. Interesting. Very good, Thank Mimi. You. Yeah. So we don't really know who this corporation are. No, but no. they have henchmen. They have right. henchmen. A new twist. And a female leader. Mm. And Possibly. a new character, Bend Over. Mm. Bend Over. Yeah, bend Over. Oh, well, I have to bring Bend Over into it. Well, his language is quite atrocious, I'd say, <laughs> but I quite like it. Because he was in an army. Yeah, stuff. he sounds yeah. like an army lad. Yeah. yeah. Lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. You motherfucker. Oh no, you son of a bitch. Potato, oh. <laughs> <laughs> potato. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that extreme, but yeah. <laughs> we can have mofo in it. Um, oh yeah, I, lo- I do like writing. It's also gotten yourself into some serious shit. <laughs> um, so your chapter, Rob, is called... Oh, oh my God. Oh, uh, the title. Do you want the title? I thought it was called the title. <laughs> <laughs> the title. Yeah, give it to me. Let's have a drum. Okay. Roll. The Secret Back Passage. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> that is a perfect chapter. Nice. For Bend Over. <laughs> For Bend Over and the Secret Back Passage. <laughs> Sounds like another Harry Potter book. <laughs> <laughs> Going right up his diagonal alley. <laughs> version of Harry Potter. It could be. Mm. Oh God. Don't point your wand at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait, okay, wait, 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 as well. Uh, it's a good chapter, though, Mimi. That yeah, was. was. Oh, there's more to that soap. There really is more to that soap. There's got to be. There's got to be. There's something in the soap. Yeah. But all I keep imagining now is like a dead, dead insect in there. Frog? Oh, yeah, because we talked about a frog in there as well. <laughs> well, I was thinking the frog before I knew there was a soap, and I'm, this is a soap, I'm just thinking like a dead spider. You know, you can get those sort of funny soaps that had mock insects. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those. I, th- I think I just seems to be having more sex than Eve. It could be why Eve's been playing with the box. Her box and the box. Yeah. Mm. 
Because I just get all the action. Well, she was. Well, yeah, she was. She might still be getting action. Oh, God. In the world. Oh. We've talked you... about this rig monster. <clears throat> Frosty yeah, fingers. people do have sex with dead people, though. They do. <laughs> it's gross. It's not for Laura, apparently. She's not keen. No. But, you know, others... Oh, you don't want to invite me. Basically. You're such a prude, Laura. You should get some imagination to your sex life. Go to the hospital. Yeah, come oh, on. God. Have a trip to the morgue. Just imagine, like, they make be... like, weird noises and release gas and oh, stuff. No. I think they would have... They... Yeah, Creepy. but that's all... I've never tried. I <laughs> can't say I have either. No. But it's an interesting hobby. <laughs> Hobby. Hobby. Yeah, what's that? I never did get my badge for cups for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or put it on your CV. You've got an awesome CV at the bottom under a bag me. It's just I like to have sex with dead people. <laughs> <laughs> you still got the job. <laughs> you definitely go to show whether people actually bother to read your CV. Yeah. It's quite a gamble to play with though, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should try it with your Rachel manager. <laughs> just don't, I don't think she'd read it. No. As long as it doesn't affect whatever. your work, I can't see why. No, exactly. And, you know, I don't know if a CRB would cover that, though. Well, they're not underage. Well, it might be. Oh, oh, Laura, again. Under- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Laura, you've made this really wrong. Why are the supermarket? It could oh. be any age. Could be. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah, so <laughs> should we leave it on that lovely, unsavoury note? Let's okay. end on something else. I don't want to go to bed thinking about this grey subject. Sorry, yeah. what about mossy jaw? Think no. of something happy like a mossy jaw. Oh. Why don't you think of all of them trains and air just filled with sperm? Yeah. <laughs> and door handles. Spread sperm, sperm flying everywhere. They're so tiny though. That's probably good. You wouldn't want them walking around, would you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's better, a million tiny sperms or one big one that comes out? Imagine one like that. three foot uh, sperm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a big flappy tail. <laughs> 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 Doesn't it? A big one. Oh, yeah. Imagine. Would you rather get comforted, normal sized sperm, or smacked on the floor? <laughs> oh, just imagine this is like one, one giant one flapping around in the living room, going, yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to like put it out of its misery. Oh, <laughs> Club it to death. Oh, no. That's awful. It's funny that makes you sad, but millions of sperm in a tissue doesn't make you sad. No, because it's tiny. <laughs> the smaller they are, the less important. I think the bigger put... one would have like eyes in the mouth. Yeah. Like a smiley yeah. face. Big like <laughs> ghost sort of thing. <laughs> Do you reckon you'd have to have like little ponds in your garden where you can put them into just so they don't like <laughs> suffocate? It could never reach its destination though, could it? Because they die quite quickly. Well, well, it could reach it, but it'd be too big to get in there. Maybe there's like a honey shrunk the kids thing as it enters. <laughs> well, imagine if the woman had a sort of massive football sized egg inside her. <laughs> It's somehow into that and then it's an instant baby, you know. Oh, that'd be quick. Yeah, I suppose that mm. would be beneficial in some ways. That's kind of stretch marks. <laughs> well, no, if, if it's... From going from nothing to, <clears throat> like, but full if you time. Have, if the air comes out of you, like, you just get out like a giant, you know, sperm, then obviously you can just impregnate the egg and it becomes a baby. And you don't get a paddle and pull together, <clears throat> let them yeah. play around and there you go. Yeah, that's how babies are made. So, Again, we've gone off on a slight oh, No, let's just edit all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, whole thing. The whole thing. Are, Tonight never happens. But we so. are talking about sex, because obviously sperm is part of sex. That's true. Mm. I see um, you went to school. 
If you've got any comments on life's, not even life size, epic size sperm, please get in touch with us. (laughs) Hashtag epic sperm. (laughs) Send us a photo in a Petri dish. Yeah. Nice. They're too big for a Petri dish. Oh, yeah. The ones I've got in my head are like two foot long with a tape measure. Send us a picture of your longest sperm with like you standing next to it so you can see the Yeah, like thumbs up. Be proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. Own it. Like one of those fishermen holding a big (laughs) pipe. Fish are holding up sperm. Get on them scales. Oh, I'm going to say Photoshop one of them later. Oh, you've got to name it as well. Um, yeah, get in touch. So it's the usual sort of stuff at We Write Sex on Twitter. We Write Sex on Facebook. We Write Sex at gmail.com. All of it's just We Write Sex. Mm. All of it. All of it. All of it. Love it. So oh. join us for next time. To hear about the secret back passage. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How exciting. Same time next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Toodles. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Sound like a little robot.